All right, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. My name is Chris Borda, uh, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, and I'm coming to you today from the studio, from the coaching center. If you hear some noise in the background, we have people coaching, the facility's starting to get a little busier again, uh, people getting their shots, coming on in. Always the nice weather brings people back in the door. Got some new clients coming in, and we have some old clients coming back. So there might be a little bit of noise in the background. I'll try to talk loud enough so it overcomes that. We don't necessarily have any housekeeping going on, although if you are interested in getting started, we have our 30-day Jumpstart program. Uh, That entitles you to all of our services for 30 days, and there is a money-back guarantee. So if it's something you're interested in, you want to get started with us, you want to see you check us out, what we do here, give us a call at 860-673-4293. Just leave a message right underneath this uh, or comment underneath this post or message us and someone will get back to you. So today what I needed to talk to you about is this. It's a concept of how we snooze, we lose. This is something that I always like to say. And we, we improve whatever it is that we train. And we keep whatever it is that we train. So if we're training our cardiovascular systems, we're going to get more cardiovascularly fit if we're overloading it, if we're working a little bit hard. And we're going to be able to maintain that cardiovascular fitness if we continue to train it. If we're doing strength training, okay, we're going to get stronger. We're going to build some muscle mass. We're going to build our bone density. We're going to build that fascia that we talked about last week. We're going to build our motor neuron systems and things like that. And if we continue to train that, we're going to be able to maintain it it's like thinking about putting a deposit in the bank this is a longevity deposit you're making and if you can continue to do this stuff the body will actually get better so in my mind to neglect it is not an option if you want to live longer and live better be able to enjoy those extra years doing the things that you love to do neglecting these things is not an option you need to remember that it's never too late to start There's numerous studies, more studies than I can probably know or count, that show that the body will respond all the way up into our 80s, especially building muscle mass. But the thing here is the longer we wait to get better, the longer we spend under the ceiling of diminishing returns. What does that mean? You can make improvement at just about any age, but the longer you wait, the lower the optimal potential of improvement becomes. Meaning you can be at a point, but if you continue to wait, you can never get back to that point. You can get better, but you're not going to be able to get back to that point. And at some point in time, we're going to reach a point of no return, meaning you'll never be able to get back to the end. And that is perfectly natural. So let me give you an example with that. Like right now, I'm training to run in a race, 50 meter, 100 meter dash. And I'm aiming to be able to run 50 meters in about seven seconds. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I was able to run 50 meters in probably a little under five seconds, maybe five seconds. I will never be able to get back then, be able to get back to that point again. But I can get better, I can improve with training. Not everybody needs to run 50 meters that fast, right? But whatever it is you want to be able to do, whether you should be able to walk, you should be able to hike, throw a ball with kids, 
play some tennis if you want or pickleball. But you should be able to do this stuff, okay? And if you can't do these things, you're not only losing physical health, but you're losing mental health and social health because you're not doing things. You're just sitting around. So movement is so important to our health and our well-being. And it, what we need to do here is we need to have a shift from how we think and view exercise, what it's for. We need to get away from the idea that exercise is only about getting ripped abs, hard bodies, eliminating bat wings underneath our arms. That's Sure, exercise can help with that, but there are so many other benefits to exercise. Without even going into the health benefits, we're just talking about today what happens to the body when we don't move, when we don't exercise. Adults, okay, should be looking at his exercise as the way to enhance your durability and your resiliency of the body, your mind, your spirit. To get better, to meet today's life's challenges, challenges down the road, maybe not today, but maybe 10 years, maybe 20 years, maybe even 30 years down the road, or what we're doing for work, our labor, our childcare, all this stuff, the things we want to do in our free time, that's how we should be looking at exercise. How can we utilize exercise to be able to improve our lives down the road? Sure, it does all those other things. It can help lose fat. It can help make your pants fit better. It can help you look better, trimmed, all those things. But this is beyond that. This is where we really should be looking at. It's never too late to start. But again, there will be a ceiling. The longer you wait, the lower that ceiling is. And how low do you want that ceiling to go? I know I push it. I don't want my ceiling to be low. So I want to give you a couple of laws to think about here. As we age, what happens to the body? And one of those laws is the Davis law, okay? So soft tissue adapts to what we do or don't do. We've talked about this before. The longer we stay in one position, the more likely we will stay there. That fascia those fibroblasts, everything tightens up and it'll stay there. So Davis's law states that soft tissue models along the lines of its stress. This is important to know because when soft tissue rebuilds itself, it does so in a random fashion, not usually running in the same directions as the muscle fibers. What does this mean? This acts as it's a roadblock and it prevents the muscles from moving properly. So why is Davis's law so important to us? What is this concept? When someone might have restric restrictive range of motion or pain from a contraction, exercising, or stretching from the muscle tear or strain, scar tissue, or that those adhesions will form in a diffuse pattern, restricting your tissue's mobility. That means the muscles muscle fibers, nerves, fascia, joint capsules aren't going to be able to move the way they're supposed to move. And with some precise stretching and strengthening, you can remodel that scar tissue along the lines of stress applying, applied allowing better tissue glide, increasing your range of motion and reducing your pain and being able to move again. So that's Davis's law. You stay in a particular position, eventually the body is going to stay in that position and it's going to be more and more difficult to move correctly and stay out of pain and exercise so then we have wolf's law that states that your bones will adapt based on the stress or demands placed on them 
when we work out, when we work those muscles, they put stress on your bones. And in response, your bone tissue remodels, osteoblasts, and they become stronger. That's what are we doing? We're fighting off muscle hypertrophy and we're fighting off osteoporosis or osteopenia. So that's what we'll saw. So if, we're, if we stay in one place too long, we're not, we don't have enough motion, we're going to stiffen right up. And if we don't work those bones a little bit, we're going to lose muscle bone mass. So then we have the Hinneman's size principle. And this has to do with the brain, and the brain is real important. Without the brain, what is life? It's nothing, right? So the brain recruits motor units. Motor units is what make things work, okay? In a very precise order. And they go from small to large based upon the magnitude of the task. So what we need to do is we need to challenge the brain for these motor neurons to continue to work. And if we only do low-level, simple tasks, the brain only recruits those fibers or those units. It needs to do that job, to do that job. So typically as we age, we start to move slower and we, and we do smaller things, leaving all the big, fast stuff untouched. Those motor, neurons, motor units are no longer being stimulated because we're doing all the small stuff and they begin to atrophy and waste away. What happens when we lose our motor units? We start to have poorer balance. We, we lose um, our power. We lose the ability to do things. So the motor units are very important to be working them. So we have the Hebean theory of learning, which is also has to do with these motor neurons. So the physical changes of connections between the neurons and our brain, okay, will change. The changing in the connection in these in our brains is known as synaptic plasticity. So put it simply, okay, when two neurons repeat, repeatedly fire at the same time, the connection between them strengthens, and they're more likely to fire that way again in the future. But when two neurons repeatedly fire in an uncoordinated fashion, not together, the connection is weakened between those neurons, okay? and they're more likely to fire or act independently. So when cells fire together, it's better because the connection is better. So when we go to do something, it's done it before and it's gonna be more likely to be able to do it again. So it's important to stress those neurons in the brain. The brain is our conductor, right? It's the hard drive. It's, it's the linking, it's the sinking, it's how we move. Without the brain, we can't move. So we want to try to do our best to save that and to preserve it and nurture our cognitive function. Exercise is one of the best ways to help work those motor neurons. So the neuron motor ability actually gets hit the hardest. We see it in our gait speed. We start to walk slower. We start to walk more erratic. We have our power reduction. It's lower. That means we're not as quick as we used to be. Our quickness is diminishing. So what happens, our, our risk of falling increases. Our fear of falling and injury increases. That causes us to move even slower. We start to shuffle more. We start to move less. We start to lose our balance. And it's because of this lack of stimulus, because you're not asking the body to get better. You need to overload the body, let it see some stimulus, so that it won't lose those motor neurons. And obviously, we're going to lose some of this stuff as we age. 
But what do we want to do? We want to slow that aging process as best we can. And movement is a stimulus, the brain's fertilizer. Like food and water, movement is essential to survive and to thrive. So neglecting exercise, neglecting moving, neglecting training, okay, is really not an option if you want to be able to enjoy life down the road. Certainly we don't want to just sit around and like an old car rust out, right? But then again, we don't want to wear out. We want to make sure that we're finding a sweet spot, the right amount of exercise and activities so that we're not to decline and we can enhance our lives as we go down the road. So there's a lot of stuff you need to address when we're addressing this. We need to address in our movement, our stability, our mobility, our flexibility, our strength, our power, our skills like balance, coordination and reaction time, our stamina, our mindset. All this training transfers to our everyday living and an improved everyday living. We're living longer, so we need to be able to prepare for that. And ideally, we should want to increase our health span. Health span. That is the length of time in one's life during which an individual is reasonably in good health. Heck, who wants to live to 100 if the last 20 or 25 years we're sitting, or 30 years, we're sitting in a wheelchair, we're sitting in a chair. We can't even do anything. We want to be able to enjoy. We want to be able to enjoy life as long as we possibly can and then fall off the mountain quickly, just like that. That's how quickly we want to pass away. So start to think about exercises more than just losing fat, getting ripped, more than just weight loss. Think of it as a way to improve all aspects of your life. How do you want to live the rest of your life? That's the question. How do you want to live the rest of your life? So think about that. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight on what we want to try to do and what we want to try to address in our lives so that we can live longer, better lives. That's what we're all here for. That's why we're listening to this. So uh, I appreciate you taking time on this gorgeous Tuesday afternoon uh, to hear what I have to say. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, leave them right down below, and I will sure to get back to you. And if not, everyone stay safe, and you can hear more information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better next Tuesday at 3.30 right here on the Yes Facebook page. Have a great night.